Ben Carney Show for Tuesday, February 6th. Greetings, loved ones. I'm John, and I brought a Julian Max. That's okay with you. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't stay. So, here we sit. Join us to the Michael's Pass text line at 84126. Always available for you. Coming up, Restaurant Tuesday, of course. George Mayhe and meet Mr. Suvlaki. No, not of the Ohio Suvlakis. Uh, Dan Morin talks tech. We hit a schmooze, but mostly yucking it up with me chums. Like Julie Buck. Hi, Jules. How are we doing? Good. Good? Yeah. Beautiful day. Per- it's gorgeous outside. Particularly good mood for a Tuesday. I mean, how can you not be? The sun is shining. Yeah. We might get up to 60 degrees today. Things are happening. Yeah. So, you know, I don't I don't know why. I mean, there are some really, really cold days where I've got some skip in my step. Not me. But, uh, <laughs> but today I'm just, uh, I'm in a good spot. Want to take a shot at shooting that down, Maxie? <laughs> what, shooting down your, your good mood? Yeah. Why would I do that? We uh, like your good mood. Life is better for all of us when you're yeah, in a good mood. Yeah, why would I want to put you in a bad mood? Uh, you know, I ask myself that all the time. So what's going on? I can account for my time if you'd like. This is where you guys do that, and I try to figure out what's going on today. <laughs> um, did I, I watched uh, my baby shark nephews this morning, yeah. so I've, I've, I'm already just at about 10 after 12. Uh, in about, I don't know, eight games of Connect Four. And it was like a 50-50 split. For money? or um, We're thinking about it. We might what? up the game a little bit. I don't know. Well, they're only five and a half. Maybe yeah, they, someday. They got to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to hang out with them for a little bit this morning, which is always fun for me. And then um, working backward, yesterday afternoon, I went to physical therapy. Oh, you're of, first. Yes, because of my back slash hip. Yeah, I'm 108. Have you ever done dry needling? 84126. I want to know your thoughts. No? Never okay. Never heard of it. It hurt like sure. a word I can't even say. And then they, they, they but. Cotton headed ninny muggins. Cotton headed ninny muggins. But it, you know what? I think it helped. It really, I, it did. It gave me some relief. So at this point, I'm going to go back in for more next week. But it's not one and out, though, right? I mean, No, and then they like give this. you the exercises to do, and they give you a, a lacrosse ball to do pressure point stuff with. Now, it has been my experience and the experience of my children and other people I know that when they go to physical therapy, they are given exercises to do on their own, print it out, and people diligently take it home, put it on their fridge, and never look at it again. No, I'm a compliant patient. I follow the directions because I I want I don't want to waste my time. I don't want you to. And I don't want to waste my money. Money. So I'm going to go and I'm going to follow exactly what they say and we'll see. I will report back about dry needling. That is exciting. Because and I, I thought of you because you have a lot of aches pains, and pains. Like always. Yeah, but uh, you would it would hurt when they did it, I'm telling you. you but know, you could live through it. The steroid shots that I get, the needle's about the size of a pole vault, oh. which, ask Crusher, he was a pole vaulter. I he was. You know that. Yeah. Um, How do you know that? That's more terrifying. Oh, there's much I know. I know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to try it. I, my wife's kind of sick of me crying. 
I gotta say, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm impressed. Now we'll see. You know, if I tomorrow, if I am curled up in a ball somewhere in the in a ditch, I we, don't know. We got room in here. Is dry needling like acupuncture on the text line, the Michael's Bath text line? Yes, from the 618. Yeah, that was my thought. It's very similar, but they actually hook you up to the little zzz thing, and <laughs> it makes it happen. The little what? Um, somebody, else, somebody else from the 618 said, I've had dry needling as well as acupuncture, love both. I've had minimal dis- discomfort, very effective. Who uh, does this? Is this a chiropractic no. thing? No. It's a physical therapist. All right. So it's not a holistic approach to you know put some crystals on your face and then no. plug you into a wall socket. No. It's amazing how the little things that they teach you, you're like, oh, well, I, that makes a big impact. Like the littlest nuance seeming kind of things, but it really does make a difference. Uh, another person saying dry needling, yes, in the rhomboid area to the neck. Oh, terrifying but here. works carney have you had acupuncture i have but and i think i said this before largely because she was wildly attractive um and the one wow. thing i remember was i was having severe back pain this was 30 years ago 25 years ago and she'd stick needles in my foot yeah this is not and i never understood how this went to that but apparently you know, phrenology, it's, a, it's the whole yeah, it's pressure all, points and everything. Yeah, yeah this has connected. to do with pressure points and all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got pressure. We do. No question. I was really sad to wake up to the news that Toby Keith has passed away. I was a fan of his. I really liked his music, especially when my kids were little. We would crank it up and it was good, clean fun for the most part for them to listen to. <laughs> Except for the old boot up your hello, everybody. Yeah, we used to just go, ah, when that part would come on. But (laughs) it would just, he looked so sick the last few times he was in public, and your heart just kind of sunk for the guy. uh, Yeah, I didn't didn't know he was unwell. Battling cancer. Mm Mm-hmm. That's too bad. Yeah, R.I.P. Maxie, you okay? What's happening over there? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank yeah. you for asking, Good. John. Good. I, I always do. And although uh, nobody asked the follow-up question, I have had acupuncture and found it incredibly relaxing. I also did something called ear acupuncture, where they only put numerous needles in your earlobe. It's weird. And why wouldn't you? Uh, right? Uh, in- just trusting, not inside your ear. I mean, all around. I, it was oh. like, it's crazy. But the, but then you have this weird whooshing sound that comes in, and it's very relaxing. And it's it's. I don't know how any of it works, but highly recommend. How many times did you do it? Uh, acupuncture or the ear acupuncture? The ear thing. The ear thing, probably about four times. And yeah. then acupuncture, maybe about 10 or so. I've had the, the feet as well as uh, in between the webbing on your on your uh, uh, hands, you have as webbed well. hands. Well, you know, you know, we all have. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, accounting for my time, the last couple of days we've been working with Oscar studying for this big test. The whole family, all about uh, East Asia. Yeah, and uh, we got a uh, a notification from his teacher uh, today that they sent to him as well as us, and it says, uh, "Oscar, well done on today's East Asia test. You earned a perfect score, one hundred percent." Wow. So wow. We'll have to celebrate that with him. So and that's pretty Asia, fantastic. of course, one of the first super groups of the 80s. Right. It's all about, you know, where did <laughs> that's Steve at the Howell Carney household. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. studying the yeah. continent. Exactly. At the Foyce. Yeah. Johnny's working on a big paper on Ray Charles. I'm like, oh, good for you. That's awesome. 
Oscar well, a couple of years ago did a paper on Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. And I realized when he was doing all the research and put it, I knew nothing about Sammy. Like you think. You oh, think you do until right. the kids dive until in. Until you learn about him through the eyes through of children. a children. Yeah. yeah. And it was incredible the stuff that I didn't know. Like I didn't know the Candyman, which is his signature song, right. came from Willy Wonka. Yeah. It was in the movie first. Right. I always thought Willy Wonka was doing that as a tribute to Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, I would have. I would have the witchcraft money on that. We talked a bit about the glass eye. Talked a bit about you know Sandy Duncan. Now the witchcraft thing. I don't think it was so. Into black magic. I don't think when Oscar was ten and we put the report together, we yeah. didn't think about black magic. Yeah, I just wonder. Scare the heck out of him. Yeah, his Jeez. daughter wrote a book about him that really unveiled a lot of things that we weren't aware of. That Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. All I can think of is in the movie Sixteen Candles when they say, "Well, if it isn't Sammy Baker Davis Jr." <laughs> the grandfather says that. Now, if you were that my Nixon? age, if you were my age, and a girl, I wish I was your age, and a girl, you would you would know exactly what I'm talking about. But you're not, so. Carry on. Or if you were her age and had sisters, which is how I know. Oh, you know what it is? That's how I watched Little House, because my sisters would watch that show. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. What about all the other times I have no idea what you're talking about? Uh, that, I don't know what to say. All right. Just chalk it up. I went downtown yesterday after the show and tried out the new pizza joint. Hot pizza. Oh, how was it? Cold beer. Really good. But really basic. I figured, coming from the Sugar Fire people, it was going to be all kinds of crazy, nutty stuff. It isn't. I mean, Straightforward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and other than pizza, they had some sandwiches, and it was just a very cool space. And dealing with the city, just like dealing with other municipalities sometimes, it can be a pain for a business. For the licensing and approvals and things you have to get. And... It's coming, but there's been a little back and forth with City Hall uh, about the liquor license. I remember that when we were in the restaurant business in downtown St. Louis. They're still working on that. It's a thing. It's going to be fine, but they opened yesterday, so the sign says, hot pizza, no beer. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Now, for right now. Yeah, we'll give you the update when it... uh, when it happens. I can imagine that that would be a fun spot to go to when the Battlehawks play. Ta-ka! And one more thing. Max mentioning Oscar. Uh, I'd like to bring up Liam for a moment. And any of us that have kids can't figure him out for anything. Like, what, what are you thinking? Why did you do that? Or why didn't you do that? Or whatever the case may be. Uh, and the adage has been said for years. Uh You really don't know someone until you walk a mile in their shoes. So So is that what you're doing today with those big shoes? I took that literally. Okay. Went into Liam's closet this morning and I put on these dogs. Maxie, I don't know. What are those? Are those Jordans? I don't even know what they are. They look like swim fins. Kind of. It seems like that might be a lot of work to carry those shoes around. They look like they weigh about... I don't know. Five I mean, pounds are, a piece. Are those Yeezys? I don't know. Are you They're, wearing Kanye West shoes? I hope not. They're very heavy, and I won't be doing it again. But I thought, well, maybe if I wear shoes, I'll if understand. If I had to guess, I would say those are Yeezys. Now, what Julie could do is she could 
put those on Instagram on like your stories and just ask the audience what they are. But then they'll think they're my shoes. No, just say, hey, we go, okay, well, then don't, don't do it. I mean, Carney can put it on his Instagram. That's too much work. Use his Instagram. Too much All work. All right. Too much work. Um, so, yeah, I won't ever wear these again because they're like 25 pounds a piece, but I thought it might and be. And about $250,000, dollars I don't even know what they paid for these. I didn't buy it for them. What well, does it say on them? Uh, one at a time. No, I don't know. I don't see any kind of discernible logo or anything. They look plastic, and they're blue and white. And they're huge. I don't they're know. basketball shoes. But but I'm hoping that it would give me insight into his life and like why <laughs> do you put Nutrigrain bar wrappers under your pillow? I don't you know stuff like that. I got no answers yet. No answers yet. Uh, so that's it. The pizza yesterday. The shoes today. And a moment with a tip of the hat. Taylor, 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 Taylor. Well, another band making some history. And I would like to acknowledge them at this point in time. The Grateful Dead have broken the record for the most top 40 albums to chart on Billboard's 200 ever. Just pulled out ahead of Elvis Presley. Pulled out ahead of Frank Sinatra with 59 total top 40 entries as of yesterday. Wow. That's that's remarkable. I know. You're thrilled, I can tell. Way to go, boys. Something to add? Nope. Oh, come on. Wait, aren't isn't the main guy not in it anymore? The main guy. There's a lot of main guys. Okay. Jerry's dead. He died in 95. But well, that's the one I'm thinking Bob of. Bob Weir's been around for the entire ride. He's still cooking. He looks like the Lorax, but he's still around. He looks like the Lorax. And, you know, you got, well, Billy Kreutzman just retired. Phil Lesh somewhat retired. Mickey Hart's still playing some drums. Do you count so, John Mayer in there or no? No, he's in Dead End Company. And he's he was a great addition, better than Trey. Sorry, fans. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty impressive record for a band that's been around for sixty years. You know, yeah. Hats off to them. And I wonder when the Grateful Dead will start dating a, a linebacker in the NFL. I don't know if you guys listened <laughs> to uh, Heidi and Josh yesterday, but they had a reporter from I believe the Washington Post. On to specifically talk about Taylor Swift and her uh, and impact they on pop culture. Well, it's exa- <laughs> I think I, that's I, it's why I'm bringing it up because I think that we have crossed the Rubicon, as as they say. I think that it's okay now because they had an actual dedicated guest. Yeah, I will. Bought, you know, the boss laid down the law and then realized I can't fight this single-handedly. You know, it's coming at me from every direction. So Taylor away, and he moves on to something else. Yes. Speaking of which, my Kansas City uh, bedazzled jersey has not shown oh, up yet. Oh man, were you uh, bamboozled? Is it even? Is it a reputable company? Are you? Is it even coming? Well, Nicole Genovese ordered some stuff from there, and of course, hers is all bejeweled. Sure, but did I mean, she get it though? She did. She oh, even got okay. tennis shoes that are bejeweled. But that's a good sign because that means that it's an actual company and it's just probably running late. So it's I know, but if it runs later than. Sunday, I don't. I'm going to send it back. Wait, you're, not, you're, the, not a, you're not a Chiefs fan after Sunday. I am, but I'm not going to walk around with a bedazzled Kansas City other other than after if they, they get, win the Super Bowl. No, 
Is this, well, maybe is this the company where you bought your Florida Georgia Line tickets online? <laughs> How do you even remember that? I have gotten, you know, bamboozled. I'm just to you know. use the familiar phrase, a time or two online. Yes, I I have been swindled. That's when I knew I had to come back to to the show to take care of Julie and John. I know. I was listening to that when I was working at a different station, and I thought, "No, Julie, what are you doing? No." I thought I have to go back there and save them. Might as well have taken two hundred dollars and just shredded it. <laughs> or gave it to me. Could have given it to me. I could have, and I would have rather, to be honest with you, than get bamboozled. Speaking of dollars and money, you can save some right now with a phone call. Yeah, that's the true. Phone call is to Stuart Rosenblum, Stewart's American Mortgage Corp. And you may not be thinking about refinancing right now because you got a fair rate. What if you could get a better rate? He came in here last week telling us about a program he came up with in the middle of the night where he can give you what he believes the rate is going to be, lower than what's current, uh, and just kind of gambling that it's going to come down. So I will give that to you now. And he'll take financially, I assume he'll take a little hit right off the bat, but people will come back and word gets out. That's why Stuart does as much refinancing as he does. And if you just want to refinance to get rid of some credit card debt or you want to get pre-approved so you can go into a home purchase with um, some clout, you know, I can guarantee that I can give you this by Monday or whatever it is. Stuart can help you with all of it online at stewartsamc.com or call him. Call him, 314 I spoke, gave my phone number. Yeah. That is 314 Go ahead. 424 Thank you. 4440. Thanks. I almost gave my number. I don't believe it. Uh, all right, quick break. We'll uh, come back <laughs> in just a second. So interesting to see little young Brucey uh, in the documentary about uh, We Are the World. Springsteen looks like 14 years old. <laughs> um, and wow, I, you may not like the song or whatever, but it is an amazing thing to see. It was an amazing moment to get all those people in one room at the same time, first of all. And you're dealing with a lot of egos. And they had a video of the studio. And there's a lot of video inside. But above the door, walking into the studio where they recorded it, and I believe Lionel Richie had written this note, it said, leave your egos at the door. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Did I love him. I, I love him. Like, I've, I've seen him at an event once, and I haven't watched that yet, but I will. Yeah. It's it's really well worth it. Super wonderful. Uh, and people that you're like, why are they there? In what I guess I lost sight of is 1984, whatever year it was. There were a lot of people that were superstars that are playing, you know, casinos in Idaho now that we don't think of. Like Bonnie Tyler is like, why is there so much Bonnie Tyler? She was huge at the time. Now it's also watered down because there's so many more platforms for people to perform on. So it's like back then we all knew who everybody was, I feel like, or we were close to it. But now it's just so watered down. Yeah, and definitely strange bedfellows. You know, you yeah. see Daryl Hall talking to Kenny Rogers and Dionne Warwick. I mean, that's they probably never sat down at a table together. Right. You know, 
And I don't think anyone ever has looked more uncomfortable than Bob Dylan. Doesn't he always kind of look uncomfortable? Um, when I look at him, I don't say he looks comfortable. There's a comfortable man. <laughs> well, he just it just he reeked out of my element. Uh, yeah. And in fact, I think when he sang his solo parts, um, Quincy Jones had everybody leave the room. Oh, he had probably requested that. Yeah. yeah. So Bob did did his things truly by himself. And I, I don't know why. And even in that, I didn't understand what he was saying. But, you know, I don't know. It's what we're seeing, though. That's my point. And where on, do we find it? One. Ah, Sorry. Netflix. 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 Streaming <laughs> on the Netflix. I have that. You have the old Netflix? Mm-hmm. All righty, then. Should we promote our guest who's coming up next? I feel like we haven't talked enough about this TikToker. Just about to bring up Rami Awad, right? Rami Awad? Rami Awad. I'd seen a story of this guy making a living now with TikTok videos, like a lot of people do. But what this guy's done is travel around to abandoned, uh, scary places, urban legendy kind of things, and does these videos, and there's millions of people that follow him, and now is doing it, you know, on a career. So he'll take us to a few of these spots, and we'll find out more. Sounds good. You're looking forward to it. In the meantime, can I talk about some money? Of course you can talk about money. Second time this hour we've talked about money. I mean, money. it's important, yeah, right? I, I wish mean, I had some. We kind of, well, you might be able to get some if you uh, go talk to my friend at Triad Bank. I want money. Jim Regna was on the radio with us just a couple of weeks ago. Time flies by quickly. Gave me money. And he gave you money. And he gave me money. And he gave Max money. We all got some money. Right. So it's exciting, that part of it. And and Jim Regna is the CEO of Triad Bank. They've got two locations. And if you have a business, you might want to get to know Jim Regna and Triad Bank because they could get behind you and support whatever business ventures are coming your way. In fact, I'd go to triadbanking.com right now and look at all that they have to offer. I drove by one location just the other day. That's the one at La Chateau at pretty much Clayton and Lindbergh. And then the other one is just west of 270 on Olive. They're there for you whether you're starting a business or you already have a business and you need a small business loan. Times are, you know, a little lean these days and other places might have already said, no, we're not going to do it. We're just, you know, we've got all this red tape. You got to jump through these hoops. You got to do this. You got to do that. Well, this is so much more But here's a pen for you. Right. But here's a pen and they'll even give you pens at Triad Bank and they're good pens, by the way. I will say nothing like a good pen and also a fantastic bank. And that's Triad Bank. Go online for more at (laughs) triadbanking.com. Glad you're along, and as Julie mentioned, people are in a good mood because it's a terrific day weather-wise. So, yeah, if you're not in a good mood, stick your head out the window. I mean, not if you're moving really fast or driving your car or something. But, well, uh, uh, yeah, we, we don't recommend that at yeah, all. Yeah, no, 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 no. A lot of people are enjoying the We Are the World documentary. Thanks for the comments on the Michael's Baths text line. And uh, people want to know where... Uh, you ordered your chief stuff, and I don't know if you need to follow that advice until we receive the articles. <laughs> right. 
Let's see what happens. Hopefully you get that stuff in time. Uh, and from the 314, 55 years ago from tonight, the Grateful Dead opened for Iron Butterfly at Keel Auditorium. Yeah, it was a couple years back. Have you had the conversation with your lovely wife about going to the Sphere? Yes. Are you going to go? I want to, but she wants to take the kids. Oh, no, bad idea. And that's too much money for something they're not going to appreciate. Um, you know, if they're Plus, rolling, what do you do with them? I guess you go to the hotel pool or hang around. There actually are a lot of family-friendly activities in Vegas, but I've only read what that. What are you, the mayor? You know, because I was <laughs> No, I was curious at one point. So do families go? And, yeah, there's plenty of other places. I don't so. want to go there with my family. Like, yeah. I would just, oh, no. I've gone there just with my husband or, like, friends, but I, I would never want, I don't think I'd want to go there with my kids. I thought taking my wife was concession enough. I think the two of you should go. And yeah. Max will babysit. Uh, yeah, and they've added more and shows. I have a child of my own. Oh, that's thanks. true. Never mind. They have added uh, more shows because of demand. So, yeah, and there's already a whole bunch of people here in town Uh and just from friends of mine, I'm sure there's lots of others who are making their plans. What date do you want to go? This hotel's close by. Do you want to stay there? Do you want to go in on an Airbnb in Henderson? How do we, you know, so everyone's planning. Things are happening. You know, there is a chance that Rami Awad will call us. He is a, a TikToker who's gone viral because he explores abandoned places. However, I have to say it would kind of fit if he got lost and forgot to call. It would. It would track, as so as my niece Trudy track. would say. I love yes. that. I mean, not that she invented it, but that tracks. She's always like that tracks, uh-huh. like just real nonchalant. That tracks. Does that also not infer that we are an abandoned place? Well, no, because he'd be here if we were abandoned. Oh yeah. Okay. Maybe he's over at the Spanish station. Good save. I feel better. Muy bueno. Muy bueno. Muy. Um, I did bueno. text the texter that asked where I got my chief stuff. You know, you can always go to hats and stuff here at Westport. Yeah. Um, Andy will be happy to outfit you for the Super Bowl, I'm sure, from head to toe. Um, but if my stuff doesn't show up that's bedazzled, I'm going to be sad. But it's okay. I just ordered another shirt from them. So I really do hope it's real. <laughs> I am such a sucker. I'm a sucker for an end cap at a grocery store. Yeah. Like I always, especially at Trader Joe's, I'm like, gosh, that looks, who knew that they made peanut brittle popcorn with a chocolate drippy sauce. I mean, what? Why am I buying this? I don't know. <laughs> Compulsion. It I is. I think is. that is the term. I just bought another shirt. And I'm clenching uh, my teeth. I got to say. With a football on it. Based on the stories, you are going to do more wardrobe changes during the Super Bowl than Celine Dion. Oh, you're right. Maybe that's what I'll, I'll work it all in. I'll just, you know. Do a wardrobe change as if it's my you're my the wedding. Most famous fan in the world in twenty twenty four. Most famous. You know, brides do that now. They have different dresses for the wedding, mm-hmm. like yeah. one, two, or three dresses. That's a lot. Really? I mean, I feel like the one dress was kind of right too much to spend on a dress anyway. And then if you're just gonna go throw that aside and have a reception dress, I don't know, Carney. If you were a woman, and I know this will be an easy. Mental task for you. Sure what inside. would you do? What would you do? Uh, what would I do as far as what? You Dresses. throw a lot of stuff out there. I have a very nice wedding dress with a bodice, you know, to uh, 
accentuate my slim hips. Your curves. Um, and then after the ceremony, I would put it in a box and seal it, uh, throw on some sweats and a T-shirt, and uh, party till the wee hours. Okay. That's what I planned for the next one anyway. It is? Yeah. I wouldn't make that joke. <laughs> I don't think your wife will think that's funny. And he's kidding. She doesn't Suze. think I'm funny just at don't. all. He's kidding. She doesn't think I'm funny but at all. But he is Sue's going to take you to Vegas, just the two of you. Yeah, I think just the two of you. The She's the one pushing the kids, though. Well, she just, yeah. just remind her how expensive that would be. Yeah. And there's so much debauchery that they don't need to be exposed to in Vegas. That's I, true. I and mean, it's everywhere. Debauchery. I'm, I'm safe. But I'm, I'm just saying they're at an age, they're at a, the tender age of, you know, 14 and 15. Yeah. I think it's all just too close. I'm fine being there because nobody ever said, you know, nothing can good can happen after 6 p.m. You know, no one has ever said that. So right. I, I'm. Although uh, my dad took me to Vegas and basically dumped me there at, at the age of 12, so I really baptism I mean, by fire. Had your own hotel room, right? You just was no. Like, we shared a room. We just had uh, to get an extra bed because they gave him a room with a bed that was round, and it just <laughs> it just. Was felt odd. Uh, yeah, so. I could see that, especially the mirrors on the ceiling. The it's like, oh, it's creepy. Yeah, it's a little weird. What's so, that about? I don't know. He did not looks, that he came back to the room. My he hair was, looks good though. That his hair was crazy. Been <laughs> up all night. The craps table. Didn't your Didn't your mom call looking for him, and you uh-huh. had to like? No, I probably called my mom and told on him. Oh. And my dad was supposed to meet me at a comedy show, and I sat there and watched all by myself. Baby needs new like, shoes? Keep, yeah, exactly. Keep your mouth shut, kid, or you'll never get to do this again. 7-Eleven, come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch National Lampoon's vaca- Vegas Vacation this weekend, Carney, from the 314 and the Michaels Bath text line. I don't remember. I didn't see it, but I don't remember hearing it was any good whatsoever. I, think I don't a think it's of, of good parts. And Ethan yeah. Embry is is one of the kids. It's it's not. I mean, it's not as good as the first three. I mean, it's but, not Oscar winning. Yeah, it's but it's didn't like switch kids every movie. Every and we're movie. supposed yeah. to believe. Wait a minute. Yeah, there was something with European Vacation where they were going to have them back, and something happened, and they thought for Christmas, let's do it again on purpose. And then so Vegas, they did it again, and so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember watching one of the sequels and thinking, I don't remember Russ being an African-American girl. Weird. And it was Anthony Michael Hall first, right? Wasn't he the first one? Is that Maybe the no, second he, one. He was later, I, I think. think. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he was in the second one. He was one. a great child actor. When you go back and watch all those John Hughes films, I mean, so he really was. So was Molly Ringwald. She really was. She was very talented. But apparently Anthony Michael Hall, not a great person. There were some videos floating around uh, a couple years back at a hotel pool. Yes. And somebody was videotaping him, and he was so obnoxious and mean. It's like Everybody has a bad day now and then. Yeah, but you could say, hey, I'm having a bad day. Not, I don't even remember what he did, but I remember walking away. Yeah, I don't remember what he did, so I'm certainly not defending him. Someone needs a hug. Uh, Maxie, someone else to track down that you're going to be like, what? Anthony when, Michael Hall? When you get the email, no. Stuart Cundiff. Of the St. Louis Cundiffs? Nope. Of the Indiana Cundiffs. Close. He is being inducted into the Cravers 
Hall of Fame. Yes, it's tied to uh, White Castle. Sliding into White Castle history after eating sliders for 80 years. Mm. Spent his 85th birthday, Christmas Eve, with friends and family at, yeah, White Castle. So they're inducting him. He's very excited. And White Castle had a press release about it. And in the press release, it said scores of people submit entries each year hoping to get accepted. Well, why haven't you done this? Into this hallowed hall. I don't know. They're okay on occasion. And now that I don't drink, they're even less appealing. I had people texting me yesterday saying, Carney obviously loves, he's obsessed with the Guinness Book of World Records. That is true. Why hasn't he dedicated his life to making the book, to getting into the book for being an inductee? Ironically, Julie Lally uh, approached me yesterday and said they may be doing something with the Guinness Traveling Exhibit. When it's here at the City Museum, would I like to do something to... Try to get in it. Like something really interesting or something that's a gimme? Like I don't, I, I don't what know. What would you do? You could, gimmies. Can you talk on the radio for so many hours that. Oh, you wouldn't want it. There's people who've done that for like four days. Yeah. Gonna, oh yeah, my gosh. Don't do that. Yeah. No, three hours, about all I got. <laughs> Some would say two, <laughs> honestly. So yeah, he's going into this, uh, into this hall and he's very excited. But scores of people, according to the company, Submit entries each year, hoping to get accepted. Uh, and it was created in 2001 to honor the Cravers, whose commitment to White Castle has had no bounds whatsoever. They're little hamburgers. I don't understand how crystals pretty much are the same the thing. Same company, right? Or same no. parent? I think it's a different company, but the same premise. Same recipe. Know, belly bombers, yeah. you know. Um but, yeah, I think if we're going to talk to Stuart at 85 years old and spending 80 of those years eating White Castle hamburgers, we probably ought to hurry, Max. Or get out the Lipitor. I, I don't think he's doing well. I was just surprised that scores of people have asked to get into this hallowed hall. Hmm. I don't know if they have a gold castle card. Like I'm, I'm putting in for it now. Show your gold castle card, and you move to the front well, of the line. You what, get what free chicken rings. Guinness, you get nothing for that. Chicken rings. That just sounds wrong. I do. You get, that was my nickname in high school. They, they give you a plaque put up on the wall mm. and some on your teeth. And some breath. I don't know. Remember the last time that, that you went to a White Castle? But their menu looks more and more like a TGI Friday's menu now because it's not like, well, uh, sl- a slider, a double slider, a chicken sandwich, period, and the fries. No, now they get all kinds of crazy stuff on there. The best thing they had was that 1923 burger or whatever. We had the oh, lettuce and the fresh so tomato. Good. It was pretty so good. good. Was it a normal size burger or was it, it the was little baby bigger. burger? No, it was it was like maybe double the size, but it was it was their first recipe and to celebrate 100 years, they brought it back and it was like 2 bucks. It was really good. Is it gone? I think so. <sighs> yeah. And they rolled out breakfast sandwiches a while ago. 
which never occurred to me. But the last time I moved, or maybe it was two moves ago, when I utilized the assistance of my friends to move stuff, I said, well, I'll grab some breakfast. So I ran out to White Castle and got like a couple of cases of these breakfast sandwiches. Hey, big spender. No, money's no object. They were outstanding. Say, I was boy, if you feel like you're starting your day with White Castle, that's I was I was in my night with White Castle. It's only downhill yeah. from there. Nights at White How'd they Castle. feel around noon? Uh tired. Yeah. <laughs> Carting around seven thousand albums from place to place. Well, what do you do? So anyway, uh I know they have gold cards for Disneyland, they get you in and skip all the oh, lines. Airlines and, too have yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, White Castle might have one of those too as well. Do you have one of those special person cards for something? No. You no. said the Pepsi, the Pepsi Choice of a New Generation card. Look Carney has his driver's license. No, that's been taken away. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, I my Kiss Army card that I believe was in the, the Pepsi Challenge Destroyer album. Mm. That's it. But no, I've never had an okie doke card for anything before. I hope our uh, explorer guest is fine. He's not like down a well and Timmy needs to rescue him. I've asked the dog. I don't know. Texted him. I got nothing. He's lost. He could be. I want to find out about some of these places he went to. Yeah. And he's got a, he still has a uh, bucket list. And one of them is Chernobyl. I don't think I'd want to do that. I watched the documentary, and I know that the, the well, I don't know, but I would assume that the radiation is largely dormant now, all these years later, but no, I wouldn't want to do that. That stuff never completely goes away. Right. Why would you want to go there? And yet, a lot of people do. Uh, I do have time for a short story, and then we'll talk about the Abbey in a minute. There's a story, uh, a sad story actually on channel four they reported this on their website that a medical helicopter in oklahoma crashed uh and and no one survived that crash and i was reading the story about it you know like why did this happen and probable cause may take a couple of years to find out what happened um and in the middle of the story for no reason really it says, a dead goose was found in part of the flight control system. And I thought, what? Why is this in the story? I mean, if they said a goose was found in the engine or in the... In, that sounds like code. In the rotors. A goose was found in the engine. Yeah, I would think if it was in the, the rotors on the helicopter, okay, it's relevant because it may have been the cause. But no... The goose was inside the helicopter. Man, that goose was cooked. Oh, my. Uh, oh, my. Like, I'm in pain from that one. I I have nothing to say. Mm-mm. Let us gander elsewhere, shall we? Um, but it seemed just an odd fact to throw into the story. They didn't offer any reason, like, you know, they think the goose may have smashed the windshield. Or no idea. No idea. But Max is right. It was cooked. And you know what? We will be, too, if we don't take care of business, including, do we tease an upcoming appearance? Sure. 
Tease an upcoming appearance that I just. Oh yeah, we're going to be at the Abbey again doing a a live remote, and you're going to have to join us. We're going to be there now. I've got to look it up on my calendar here. Do you have the date? Wednesday, Arnie? March the sixth. Wednesday, March the sixth. We will be there just west of 141 on Manchester Road. This place is everything that that I love, and I think that you will too. Chances are you will find many things that you will love at the Abbey for your home, uh, gifts for people, gifts for yourself, and for your home's design. They are incredible at what they do. The ladies at the Abbey are there for you. They're all designers, and they're ready for you. And right now through Valentine's Day, you can save 20% on custom-made furniture from CR Lane. Now, if you look up CR Lane Custom Furniture, you'll see what they're all about. I'd go through the Abbey's website, Marketplace at theabbey.com, and you can see how customizable it is. I mean, your wish is their command. They will make it happen for you with the best fabrics on the best furniture, whether it's a chair or a sofa or an end table, something like that. But as far as the fabrics go, there's over 800 to choose from. Then a whole bunch of different leather options. You can choose the wood. And the nail finishes, all of it can be chosen. Now, they also have some pieces already made up that are on the showroom floor. And you need that little freshen up for spring. They've got a new pillow wall. You know, I have a a pillow farm in my basement. pillow wall? I love throw pillows. I love to change it up. I love to go on the basic kind of side for the furniture itself. Pillow fights? And then add pillows and change it up. You can change the whole vibe of the room just simply with some pillows from the Abbey. Candles that smell terrific, charcuterie section, baby section, clothing section. You've got to check it out on Manchester Road, just west of 141. We will be there next month for a live remote, but they're there now. So go see them, Marketplace at theabbey.com. would say things are moving along swimmingly what do you think jules i would say yeah i would agree i just kind of bumped that the tiktok guy didn't make the call and i still heard from him so he must be uh quick timmy timmy's in the well well sometimes we have guests call like an hour and later and go oh was that central time or he just blew us off who knows yeah no tuesday february 6 12 40 central that's that's correct, right? Very nice guy in the uh, in the DMs with a bunch of heart emojis and everything. Dead to was me. it late at night? So hopefully he's okay. No, it was five twenty six p.m. No, he's dead to me. No, if he no, if he's he, not. Yeah, we're gonna have him on if he gets back. I'm sure he'll have a. Hey, I was locked up someplace in you know, Alcatraz. I don't know. <laughs> You're really fighting for him, Max. I think it's an interesting guest. I think it's and, a cousin. Uh, no, I just think it's an interesting guest. I agree. So we'll give him one more shot. See what happens. Um, what else do you want? We got schmooze, schmooze, right around the corner, and a lot of stuff happening in Hollywood. And percentage-wise, Jules. Yes, sir. How much of this involves you know her? Just one itty bitty little story. Okay. It's an itty bitty thing. Okay, long as it's itty bitty. That's funny. And it know. actually is connected to football. I don't think it matters anymore. I think that the seal is broken after yesterday's afternoon drive. Well, we just don't want to start any trouble. No trouble needed here. Leave it to the other shows to cause all the trouble. 
Greater St. Louis, number one choice for HVAC and plumbing. Where have they gone? Classic Air Care. That's A-I-R-E. Make sure you find it. They've been making people comfortable here in the region since since before me. Well, it's not that I make anybody comfortable. A 1926. <laughs> yeah. You just I'm, made the whole room uncomfortable. Well, you know, I do what I can. I'm consistent, if nothing else. Uh, you know, obviously you're not worried too much about your air conditioner. It's, it's certainly furnace time. And you might need a heat pump. You might need a boiler. You might need... Emergency repair 24-7. Guess what? They do all of that. Commercial heating, obviously. Uh, your home. Um, and also preemptive strikes. Say your furnace is working fine, but you're not sure. You're not sure how long it's been there. You bought your house 15 years ago, and you don't ever remember putting one in or changing it or anything. Like changing the filters? That would be so bad. That's the extent of my home improvement knowledge. Light bulbs and filters. But sometimes it needs more loving. Classic Air Care with an E. ClassicAirCare.com or call them now. Some great specials going on right now. 314-329-2940. 314-329-2940. We mentioned it earlier in the show today that country music star Toby Keith passed away after a horrible battle with stomach cancer. He passed away overnight, peacefully, his team says, and they announced it on social media this morning. But what a talent. He will definitely be missed. Didn't he have like a red, white, and blue acoustic guitar? Am I thinking of the same guy? I think he did, and he had a big Ford truck on the stage. And I went to see him at Riverford thing, whatever it's called now, and I really enjoyed the concert, and I'm now super glad I went. So just, you know, if you're out there like Max thinking, should I pull the trigger on these tickets or should I not? Life is short. The experiences are better sometimes than the items, right? Absolutely. Uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell says that you know, uh, her support for Travis is positive for the NFL. It's created a buzz, and another group of young fans, particularly young women, are now getting into watching the NFL. I say that's true until they break up. Then yeah. it's going to get ugly. That's okay? right. Very I'm ugly. I'm just saying it's going to get ugly. Travis will have to leave the I mean, country. They either have to get married and have a long, happy marriage, or there's going to be a fallout. One, It's only one way or the other. There's no in-between here with this. What to do? Um, with Southern California being submerged a bunch of water, Mr. T sprang into action on Sunday. He was spotted at a fire station in Sherman Oaks, picking up sandbags for himself and his neighbors. Awesome. And he said, quote, always be prepared, fool. Huh, it's wet in here. Sorry. Unquote. Justin Timberlake is reportedly considering a tell-all interview with Oprah to put his issues with Britney Spears to rest. Sources say that he's frustrated that they're overshadowing <laughs> his new album that's about to drop. You know what? I, Cheers. Cry me a river, Justin. 
Oh, come on, though. I mean, the guy is super talented. I know your team, Justin. I he know. single-handedly brought sexy back, Max. And she cray. And, wow. You know? Wow. I, well, she is. I'm not wrong. First your team Scandaval, and then your team JT. I wouldn't Send say I'm still. Send Julie Buck here on the Big 550 yeah. KTRS 638. Learning about Julie here. Thank you. Prince Harry has decided to visit his cancer-stricken father, King Charles, at Clarence House after arriving in the UK without his wife or his children. But there were stories going around yesterday. Page six was saying Harry's going. Then we saw stories all over the internet last night saying, nope, he's not going. He's not going to go and see his dad. And now today it turns out, yes, he is in fact going to see King Charles. And by the way, King Charles' prognosis is good. The cancer was caught very early, which is always a good thing. I mean, if you're going to have it, you might as well catch it early. And we wish him nothing but the best. Kathy and Jimmy is 67 today. Tom Brokaw is 84. I'm sure Tom you have Brokaw. one. Does it? Okay, that is? It's Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokenjaw. Remember that on Saturday Night Live? No, I have the story about talking to him on the phone when I was in China, and I thought it was somebody joking with me, and I said, come on. Who the F is this? And there was a pause. Wow. And then uh, Tom broke on NBC News. I'm looking for John Carney. And I realized at that point in time, it really was Tom Why Brokaw. isn't he in your show open? And I dropped an F-bomb on. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Chris Humphreys is 39. Uh, he's the one who uh, was married to Kim Kardashian for a few days. Who wasn't? And then Rick Astley is 58. I don't know if we'll... If we'd ever get away with it, with Rick rolling, unless you're going to Rick roll me right now. The guy's I, never going to give us up. He's never going to do let it. Let us down. No. Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Name That Tune is on tonight on Fox, and Quantum Leap is on NBC. And that's pretty much all you got. It's time now for the homemade jokes fresh out the oven with John Carney. Hang on, I'm trying to get the Rick roll ready to go. Well, get it ready for Carney. He deserves to be Rick rolled. Okay. Well, then. Why? Uh, Rick Roll Carney here in a minute. What did I do? I don't no, I know. Just, I didn't know it was his birthday. I was gonna, was gonna do that. What's whose birthday? Time? Rick's birthday? Yeah. All right, I got news. Enough messing around, kids. Here's what we got: a Ferguson man robbed someone he'd met on Facebook Marketplace by promising to sell him a video game console. The robber, or the robbery, took place in West Alton. The victim told police. He had arranged to buy a PS5 from somebody. The victim agreed to pay the $300 in cash for the system. The suspect then flashed a gun, took the money, and left. If caught, the suspect expected to be sentenced to 10 years in a fortnight. Ah! Okay. Yeah. Is that a moan or a... That was just shock and surprise, but it was humorous. <laughs> Scientists say humankind's influence... On the natural world has reached a new level as a new type of sedimentary rock partially formed from plastic has been discovered. The new rock's been named Plastitone. Coming in concert. According to a new study, the study said sedimentary rocks are a dominant rock type found on the planet's surface and they're highly susceptible to influence by human activities. You know, I think that's what my first wedding ring was made of. Sedimentary plastitone. rock. Plastitone. Oh, plastitone. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Let me go back. Does that count, though? 
<clears throat> anyway, other news. I got it, lost my place, and found it again. Former <laughs> Fox News host Tucker Carlson interviewed Russian President Vladimir Putin during his visit to Moscow, according to an online report. Russian media outlets say Carlson visited the capital where he was spotted at the Bolshoi. A video of Carlson being asked what he was doing there and would he be interviewing Vladimir Putin, which he replied, quote, we'll see. I would have figured he was probably applying for a job. But, uh, you know, that's just me. Joe Biden, maybe you've heard of him. Joe Biden. El Presidente. Celebrating Hunter's birthday. Sunday. At an L.A. hotspot, as the scandal-plagued first son faces a slew of weapons and tax fraud charges. At the Ivy of all places. The Biden men uh, were photographed hugging outside of an upscale Beverly Hills restaurant. They were joined by Hunter's three-year-old son, Beau, who held Dad's hand, while his grandfather bent down and gave him a kiss on his head. President Biden visiting California with First Lady Jill campaigning for re-election. What on earth do you buy your son for his birthday when you're Joe Biden? I'm thinking a pardon or an immunity deal. I'm going out on a limb here. Chicago-based Concept Laboratory is a manufacturer of skin care, body care, hair care, and home products for well-known beauty brands looking to relocate their headquarters to Pleasant Prairie's Lakeview Corporate Park instead of Chicago. The company says the move prompted by the fact that there are more ugly people in Pleasant Prairie than there are in Chicago. That ought to go well. I got one more for you. You mentioned it earlier. King Charles III. His cancer caught early in the whole country, hoping for a speedy recovery. Obviously, Buckingham Palace announcing yesterday that the king has begun outpatient treatment for an undisclosed form of cancer found during a recent hospital treatment for his enlarged prostate, but this is a separate issue. The Queen Consort, deeply upset about the news, oh. <laughs> has not come out of her stable for several days. Oh and now we can Rickroll John Carney. I came in like a That's not Rick. The first yes, of the year. reckoning of the year. That wasn't Rick Astley. By the way, the Queen Consort joke was a request from someone on the text line Yes, It was. Yeah, that's true. So uh, we take care of everybody. All right, we got to uh, take a break, and we'll do that. But uh, a gemstone conversation seems appropriate at this point in time, and I'm really not one to lead that type of chat. Were you surprised that I was telling you that Nicole Genovese ordered these they're like bedazzled shoes for the Chiefs, and she's already she's got her stuff. It came bedazzled in the mail. Bedazzled shoes. Bedazzled shoes, Ooh. not with diamonds, but just with some, you know, little crystals and things, just you to make it more fun. Didn't have diamonds on the soles of her shoes. Oh, well, she could if she wanted to, but I think she'd rather wear them on her hands or, or on her sell ears them to a, a or young sell couple. them to you at Genovese Jewelers. They will take care. Of you. Lots of young couples getting engaged this time of the year. Valentine's Day just around the corner. Don't be the guy that doesn't come in with anything. It's not good. I mean, in the long run. Well, if you don't have a date. It won't serve you. Well, if you've got a lady, then you got to go to Genovese because she will be happy. I mean, maybe that's a new tagline. If you've got a lady, you've got to go to Genovese. 
There you go. Genovese Jewelers, Nicole was telling me, we were talking about Mike Genovese, Joe's dad, the other night, and how he's started the business many years ago in the early 80s, and how he's, before that, worked at a different jewelry store. Great guy. Hamilton Jewelers, and then it went on from there. He opened his own place, and it's been around ever since for 40 years. They know the diamond business, and they would love to have you as a customer. For more, go online, genoveseejewelers.com. Just like peel the skin off. Oh, you want me to take this? Time for some restaurant Tuesday brought to you by Kuna Food Service. And uh, we'll go in order of attendance since George came in after Mr. Suvlaki. We want you to meet Jerry Stamson from Mr. Suvlaki. And news on that front. More Greek. Never enough. How are you? Thank you for coming in. I'm good. Thank you for having me on today. Surprise I haven't seen you at the gym. Yeah, right. You're a big boy. <laughs> you are a big boy. Let's let's get that out of the way right now. So is Greek food like really healthy for you? It can be. So that's um Mediterranean diet, right? Mediterranean diet is, you know, it's a healthier diet. Um and when I created so the Greek the marinade that we do, uh that's what I created. That's what we put on our souvlaki, the chicken. And when I made that, I had the, I kept in mind trying to keep it healthy. So people, I mean, the flavor is great. It's that Mediterranean flavor. But if people that are trying to be a little bit more health conscious, you know, they can use it. Um, and it really goes good on anything, any type of protein. Uh, Wasn't it for lamb originally? Originally, yes. It was for lamb, for Greek Easter. Um, I was just messing around in the kitchen uh, when we were smoking a leg of lamb. And I kind of mixed up a bunch of stuff together. It was good. Um, and a friend of mine who owns Barbecue Saloon, Phil Zarnick, he told me, he goes, why don't you jar it and start selling at the farmer's market? And I, that's how we, you know, we went with that, started at the Boulevard Farmer's Market. And now we're going into Urban Eats. Right. Branching out. There's George Mead from St. Hi, Louis George. Magazine. Hello, hello. Hi, George. We missed you last week. I know. I was uh, away. I can wasn't you, on assignment either. Can you say where you were? Yeah, I, I went to the Sphere in Vegas to see you too. How Let's cool! Is, I'm happy for you to see you too, and That's so it fun. was worth every dime we spent and every hour we spent. There. Did you spend a, a lot of dimes? It was a bunch doing of that? dimes. Oh, yeah. A lot of dimes. A lot of dimes. But we we had points and we had hotel points, so we spent all our dimes at the Sphere, and we Gosh. had no dimes. Did left. you win any new dimes? No, no. no. Uh, Stayed okay. away from that. Okay. But I have a question for you, Jerry, because yes. when we talked, you said, I thought this was interesting, too. You've got this marinade, but you also, if you really want to stay away from oils and fats, you've also got it in rub form. Yeah, so what I did was I took the dry ingredients out of the wet marinade. And, so smart. Thank you. And we, uh, you know, we applied it, you know, to kind of the same stuff, you know, chicken, um, it goes really good on vegetables, uh, green beans. You can put it on potatoes, rice. It's really good. Put it in the water when you're boiling some rice for added flavor with uh, no calories. Um, and we actually use it for our uh, the breading for our fried chicken sandwich that we do. Really? Now, um, these these are retail. I mean, they're available retail, right? Yes. The marinade and the rubs? Correct. Um, all of it's available at Urban Eat, Mr. Suvlaki in Urban Eats. Um, as well as the chicken sandwich, souvlaki, gyro, uh, spanagopita. Uh, let's go deep on the Greek food, shall we? Did it's... you open in, in Urban Eats already? Did we are you? opening tomorrow. Okay, good. Uh, congratulations. Right, I thought Thank you. That, that just slipped one by me there. Oh, no, down. tomorrow is the day. So we've been, we're prepping still, putting the fi- uh, finishing touches on stuff, and we'll be ready tomorrow. I think it's a wildly 
underserved culinary ethnicity in St. Louis. I was just going to say that. Why are there so few? I love Greek food. Everybody I loves, do, too. You know, you go to these events and fairs, and you know where the longest lines yeah, are? Yeah, that's so true. For, for the Greek for the, festival. For, for Euros. Everybody yeah. was lined up for Euros. Why aren't there more Greek restaurants in St. Louis, do you think? Um, I don't know, because, you know, we were talking before, you know, there are a lot of, you know, Greeks in general, you know, they There's a big a community of, of Greek people. Oh, there people. is a big community here, um, you know, and they are, a lot of them are in the restaurant business uh, diners stuff like that you know my dad was in it uh, I grew up in it my grandfather who came over from Greece uh, he started restaurants in Memphis where I'm from uh, so I kind of was with it um, and I was in the fitness industry for about 14 years got out of that and I've always liked to cook um, you know we have the dessert company Samanidi Sweets that's my mom's maiden name it's my yaya or grandmother's that's her last name She's the one that really taught me to bake. So, um, you know, I named the company and the logo is a younger caricature of her, my grandma. Um, so we do desserts as well to show off the baking side. And where can people try those? Um, so all the desserts um, you can order on our Instagram and you can pick them up at Urban Eats as well. And then we are showcasing a monthly on top of the desserts we have. So we'll have the staples, garlic de budigo, which is a custard mm. uh, in between phyllo and our baklava. Yummy. Uh, we will also have a dessert of the month, which will showcase a different cheesecake, um, normal pie, you know, pecan pie, whatever, um, little three-inch size that we do at Salmonetti Sweet. So for February, since it's Valentine's Day coming up, we're going to be doing the chocolate-covered strawberry cheesecake. That'll be the cheesecake oh, of boy. the month. Stop and it. on the 14th, if you come in and spend 15 bucks, you get a free 3-inch chocolate-covered strawberry cheesecake with your order. And what sizes are the chocolate-covered strawberry cheesecakes? So, come you, in. so you can get them. We'll be selling them 3-inch. Um, that's a good size, you know, for an individual serving. Um, but we do sell them in 4, 6, and 10 I actually brought y'all a uh, four-inch uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Cheesecake uh, Stop for y'all to We're try. fight over that. So, yeah, so we sell, you know, we do <laughs> carrot cakes, um, all types of stuff like that. I looked on the menu, and I see my favorite, uh, Domales. They're Spanakopita, Yiros, Ketkes, Teropita. I don't see Pastizio. Do you not So we do, pastiz- do We do Pastizio. Um, I do... Um, I've made that before for people for special orders. Um, right now, we are starting. So our mar- uh, our menu here is a lot smaller than what it was at the market. Yeah. Um, and the reason for that is, you know, this is a new concept for me going into it. So we're kind of starting light. And then as we, you know, hopefully build momentum and, you know, get more comfortable in the space, we'll start expanding the menu. Because I would like to bring the keftetes, which are the Greek meatballs. Yeah. And then oh, I would like so to do like a lunch special where we have the moussaka or the pastizio Greek chicken Uh, you know, once a week, switch it up a little bit. So that's something that we're looking to do. But just once we get more comfortable, um, we'll bring that on. Not pushing the moussaka. I'm not a huge uh, eggplant eggplant fan, but, you know, I don't think anybody cares really. Um, George Mayhew is here as well. A couple other things I wanted to bounce off of you while we have your wisdom in attendance. Right here in our backyard, uh, 360 Westport opened up their doors. And I, you got up there, and I haven't, and it's in my backyard. It is spectacular. I'm yeah. going this week. I'm it so excited. It is unbelievably cool. You can see it from a, a you know far away because it's partially open. You know, it's not like 360 downtown that's on the roof. Right. But it's got a, a kind of an open-air 
a component to it, kind of a porch area with windows that go up to like eye level and then it's open from, from there on. And it has heaters and I imagine it'll have fans so this porch area will be usable year round. But it's like 13,000 square feet. I mean, it just goes and goes and goes and there's I, I, I stopped counting at about eight different seating areas, different vibes, little different little spots you can reserve. They've got curtains available so you can, you know, reserve this little quadrant or that one. And, you know, a, a rip-roaring, rollicking bar. And then in the other room, it's a quiet tables for dinner, a little more sedate. It's just... There's there's just there's something for everybody up there. It really they really did a great job. I had no idea that the space was that large. I can't wait to get up there. Food, just standard. Similar fare. to the similar, other location. Similar. There's there's a few crossover items that uh, potato chip with salmon uh, made this switch. They've got a a deconstructed Kit Kat that that made. The, I saw the, that. The, the and I almost died. Yeah, some great food and and and. Uh, you know, they had some beverage consultants there, the guys from Bangers Only, which these guys are the best in town, I think, that uh, that helped them with the uh, cocktail portion. We had a ball, and it is just really, and really great a good pizzas time. downtown. I mean, they're kind of known for that. Yeah, they're flatbreads. And it didn't. I believe they've got those here. I didn't have one, but it's. Uh, I would recommend it for everybody. It is just a. You know, you're 12 stories up, and it's just a spectacular space. You can take that outside elevator that goes up very slowly, so yeah. you can see kind of Westport unfolding right. in front of you. And you turn around, and this opens up onto this uh, porch area, and it's it's just a it's a, it's a showstopper. Yeah, I'm excited. So yeah, do it. All right, one thirty-six. It's uh, Restaurant Tuesday, uh, and Jerry Stampson, Mr. Suvlaki, to you. Uh, in uh, the studio with us, and now we get retail space as well as uh, Farmer's Market and the Boulevard, where he's been for a while. Georgie's got some more stuff to share with you, too. It's all brought to you by Kuna Food Service, the people that take care of a lot of these restaurants and eateries with the work that they do. And it's not just supplying the, the grocery list and getting them the dry goods and the produce and the meat, but a lot of help with design concept, with menu development, even with their social media things. They are all things to all places. And certainly when COVID hit, they really were a giant help to a lot of places. We love them. Sponsors of Carnival as well as Restaurant Tuesday. It is Kuna Food Service. Find out more about them online, kunafoodservice.com. continues on the Carney Show. Thanks for joining us. Max Julie here too. Dan Morin uh, later on. Mr. Suvlaki. Well, some people probably doesn't say that on his driver's license. Uh, it should. Jerry, Jerry Stampson. And you're probably familiar with Mr. Suvlaki because they've been at the farmer's market on the boulevard for some time. But branching out. They grow up so fast, don't they? It's, and this place that you've branched out to with this Urban Eats, which a lot of people aren't familiar with. Yeah, let's a, get into that. It's a really cool concept. I call it a restaurant incubator, which yeah. is partially accurate. Correct. It's uh, several kitchens under the same roof. Uh, it's kind of like a, you know, a food hall-ish, if you will. But a lot of folks 
have it's it's a nice jumping off point. It's like where? I know the I know the beignet all day Correct. folks yep. where they are mm. now they've got a brick and mortar. Their their concept worked and you're basically you told me I'm doing the same thing. I'm just gonna yep. see if this is solid and if it is we move on. Correct. Yeah, and um they were actually at the Boulevard Farmers Market. Um and they were one of the people I talked to, uh Joe, who's uh, one of the owners, I asked him, you know, just what his opinion. He had nothing but good things to say about it. Um, you know, there's a lot of other restaurants up there, um, all rolled up. It's kind of, it's that, I like the concept of that because it's like an egg roll place and they do wraps and stuff. So they have like a Buffalo chicken egg roll. There's uh, yeah, tacos. Yeah, it's like egg rolls 10 different yeah. ways. There's tacos, uh, La Jefa that's up there. Um, they do the birria, which their tacos are phenomenal. That's one of the best taco spots yeah, in they, town. One, two, three. Where, Where is it? it? Oh, so. Sorry. <laughs> so it is down in Dutchtown. Are you wait for George okay, to get to yeah, it. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. Oh, it is. We it's didn't a, mean to be rude to you, a, just George. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, no, it's, no, it's a 3301 Merrimack. Okay. I, I, even know the, the I think we did. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> scared the answer right into me. I know. And opens up tomorrow. Now, you yes. mentioned the, the dressing and the rubs. Will those be available at the location also? Yeah, so the marinade is available right now. The uh, dry rub is bottled, but I'm still trying to get the labels correct uh, just because of the size of the bottle and how it's shaped. Uh, but the marinade, the wet marinade, which we originally started with, it's on the souvlaki. That is there ready to go right now. Mm. So all these Greek specialties plus your desserts. How many different desserts will you have initially? Um, so starting out three. Um, like I said, the baklava, the galak, the budigo, and then we'll have a rotating uh, dessert of the month every month. Um, and that can range, like I said, it's chocolate-covered strawberry this month. Um, next month, I could do the flourless chocolate cake to the carrot cake, German chocolate cake. Um, I'd do the carrot cake. Okay. Can you? That is a lot of people's favorite. Okay. I do. I love it. Can you, should you pre-order these cheesecakes? I would think anything Valentine's Day related just is just hot and you might run out and it's always good to order in advance if you can. So as far as the three inch, those are just available as we have them, especially on Valentine's Day. So when we run out on Valentine's Day, uh, we're going to have a bunch, so but if we run out, we run out on Valentine's Day. Um, Is it hard to eat in the car? Asking for a friend. <laughs> oh, no. They're, they're bite-sized. You can pick it up, and uh. they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're great. It's a nice three-inch, perfect. Um, but in general, if you want to order a cheesecake four, six, ten-inch, you can always um, send us a uh, message on Instagram, either at Mr. Suvlaki STL or at Samanides Sweets. Um, put your order in, and it can be picked up at Urban Eats. Beautiful. There was a time, George, where I said, you know what? I think every week we have a story about Gerard Kraft. And I think now it's becoming more Ben Paremba. He's, he's been trumped. Mm-hmm. Every and week. I, and I, and I ben, use that word. You know, I don't think you should use that word. Just yeah. moved his act to you city and now something else too. Yeah, well, the, the news went out actually, I think last August, that he was closing his three restaurants yeah. in Botanical Heights. He was moving them into the Del Mar Makers District. Then came the announcement that he was starting two more restaurants, making five in the Del Mar Makers District called Esca and Florentine. And those two are opening up very, very soon. They're kind of neck and neck. I think Esca will open first. And, uh, uh, Florentine will be right behind it. They're right, uh, literally across the street from each other, and but you know that's kind that news is out there. But he just keeps coming out with stuff. Now this is recent, John, uh, at the Benevolent King, one of his other restaurants, which was a Moroccan restaurant, not anymore. It's going to be a Japanese restaurant because the chef, a guy named Elliot Harris, is a very talented sushi chef. 
He's done m- many, many things in town, and he's been the chef there for a while. He was doing great with Moroccan food, but his strength is Japanese sushi, Japanese food. So as of February 14th, the Benevolent King will be a Japanese-themed restaurant. Wow, you look like oh. a scorecard or something to keep track of It's this. unbelievable. And <laughs> out with not, the tangine and in yeah. with the wasabi. Also on February 14th, Ben himself is going to be at Maryland House uh, doing two different Valentine's-themed uh, events it, at, at Maryland House. So, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's how's that for one week's work? And he's at Carnival. <laughs> yeah, they're is coming he, to Carnival, really? and they're one of our How many of them are there? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's been cloned or something. And big things going on Greek-wise, Mr. Suvlaki branching out. You'll find him at uh, the new, you call it an incubator. It's not officially an incubator, is it? And it's urban. Uh, what would you call it? I'd call it I- a... I know on some of the signs there it does say kitchen incubator on it, so I. That's what believe, I call it. Yeah. See? I, I just want to make sure people can find it and well, go and enjoy it. It's right there. It is like I said, three three zero one Merrimack, but it's right there on the it's on the corner at Virginia and Merrimack. Fantastic. And you've got a website too, Mr. com. Yes. So do you mess with Greek recipes, or is this just family stuff? Do you get the uh, hankering to go fusion and do a Greek taco or spaghetti laki or something. So, so we we did. I guess you could say we kind of did go fusion in uh, probably two areas. So one of the items that I brought on uh, this past uh, season at the farmers market was our Greek fried chicken sandwich. So what I did was I got chicken thigh marinated in buttermilk and our wet marinade, and then I. Uh, battered it in flour, and I combined flour and our dry rub, and then I fried it, put it on a bun with our house-made tzatziki and Macedonian peppers. And then also, you know, Greeks don't really do breakfast. It's kind of like coffee and a cigarette. A Euro's omelet. Or oh, that, wow. Yeah, but, you know, otherwise there's really no, I mean, like over in Greece, there's really no kind of breakfast. Um, but what I did was, um, and actually it was an idea from one of the vendors uh, a couple years ago at the market, I did these breakfast little uh, phyllo pockets. And what I did, I did a Greek, and it's uh, bacon. Uh, I'm sorry, the American is bacon, egg, and cheese. And then the Greek is euro meat, feta, and egg. And we wrap them in little phyllo triangles, kind of like how you see spagopita so sometimes. Yeah. And those would sell out all the time in the morning for breakfast. So hopefully in the summertime, uh, we're looking to maybe add an extra day on the weekend. And we'd be open for breakfast on the weekends where we'd and serve those. You're talking about the Boulevard in Brentwood? Yeah, so that's where we originally started. Um, Will gonna you be... keep that entity? Yes. Uh, we may not be there as – because we're, we were there every week. We may not be there – I'm going to try to be there every Sunday like we were. Um, but like I said, you know, there's a new a lot thing. You know, yeah. um, So looking to you know be there at least a couple times a month, if not – Every week, every Sunday. So, will you update that on your social media, like at, at weekly, and let people know? Yes, like okay. if we, yeah, if we, you know, go in there, you know, every other, you know, Sunday, we'll let people know, like, hey, you know, this weekend we'll be there. And in the meantime, tell us that Greek fried chicken sandwich is going to be available. Oh yeah, that's what that's going to be available at Urban Eats, and it's always. Is there one in this room right now? There is not. Asking for a friend. There is not. <laughs> We're going to be here till three. How close is? <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't bring all the all the secrets. Man. Hey, uh, Georgie, before we uh, wrap up here, I would be remiss and probably beaten to a pulp if we didn't talk about uh, STL Wine Girl, our buddy Ange, who used to be uh, part of the Three Amigos, 
years and years ago when we were doing Restaurant Tuesday on this very frequency. We had some fun, didn't we? Yeah, we got drunk. We opened a few bottles of wine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she is uh, STL Wine Girl. That brand is 15 years old, and she's having a 15-year birthday party at Mine Lee on February 26th. And in honor of the fifth, this is kind of a cool idea. She's going to kind of uh, uh, pay tribute to the 15 people, places, things that were most influential in her career. And she's got all kinds of interesting folk that are going to show up. I'm not sure you and I are one of them, but I'm going to go to the party and find I, out. Yeah, I am too. I think we went <laughs> to one of those at my Lee like yeah. 10 years ago yeah. or 15 yep, exactly. years ago. Exactly. Anyway, uh, I forget. Tickets are like 60-ish, 60, 65 bucks for the evening, but there's going to be a lot of really great wine, some great food. How fun. I won't miss it. Congratulations, Ange, com, and you want yourself some Greek food? Mr. Suvlaki, STL.com. Now at Urban Eats, come tomorrow, and, of course, at the Farmer's Market and the Boulevard. Thank you guys for coming in. Well, thank you for having me. Much sure. appreciated. It is 150. That is Restaurant Tuesday. It is brought to you by Kuna Food Service. Back in a moment. Sounded good? Well, Mr. Suvlaki left us uh, some gift certificates, so those will be popping up on, you know, the show or the elevator, possibly, so hang tight. You can uh, possibly win that stuff, and we would love to give it to you. Dan Martin talks tech with us in a little while, and there is much to discuss on that front, and I didn't get to it uh, during Restaurant Tuesday News with George, but I got down to uh, Hot Pizza Cold Beer yesterday for their opening. Uh, and Dave Molina was there, and Michael Johnson was there. We had a nice chat. A lot of folks enjoying themselves as well, as well the work of the folks from Sugar Fire Smokehouse. So, you know, it's going to be great. Uh, took a couple pieces home and had to do a barbecue chicken because, well, my son loves barbecue chicken pizza. But the barbecue chicken, yeah, it's sugar fire barbecued chicken, and they put barbecue sauce on it as the main sauce on the pizza. And it slays. It is so good. They got sandwiches on the menu, too, and some other things as well. I think you will wildly enjoy it. Even a little arcade room that's got some old-school video games and pinball to play. So it's right downtown, the old pie Right across from Sugar Fire, ovens are hot, ready to go. I counted counted six ovens in there. Uh, they soon will be delivering, but carry out available, and I think you're going to like it. Another fine production from the folks at Sugar Fire Smokehouse, and that very much alive and well, too. And right across the street. So Dave Molina never sleeps. Poor they guy. do it right, don't they? Every time they open up a new concept, it's always very well done. Indeedy doodles. So, I can't wait to get in the Greek food. I'm not going to lie. I'm so excited. I yeah, can't. George was asking me, do you want me to take this to the kitchen? I said, no. No. No, that's fine. You yeah. can leave it right there. That's I fine. I tell him, grab Didn't a cheesecake right and run for his scooter. My wife. Or his oh. car. What's <laughs> that? Also, the text line would like us to, the Michael's Baths text line, 84126, would like us to spell the name of the restaurant so they can find the website. And I'll give it to you right now. It's M-R-S-O-U-V-L-A-K-I. STL.com. So lucky. So good. And the fact that they make gullet to Boudicca makes me want to cry. 
absolute favorite thing on the planet. Uh, I also do a shout out here. I want to meet the guy who gave $62 million to Mizzou. I do, too. Why is he not my buddy? Well, and who is it? It's Joe Buck, obviously. No, it isn't. Who is it that has has $62 million extra Uh, dollars? That is what we call an athletic supporter. It's Carney? It's Paul Kopsky. Oh, wouldn't that be interesting? Does he go to Mizzou? I don't know, but he seems the type to be like a spinthrift. Like, you know, he's like a secret millionaire. There he is right there. 35, Paul Kopsky. 35 there minutes, we'll get the answer. Maybe uh, it is. He's walking in. I bet he did it. Let's grill him. $65 million donation. That's awesome. I mean, I, I couldn't believe that last night. I'm like, maybe they misread that. No. Nope. Mizzou Athletics already on a giant roll as it is with the football team. Basketball, not so much, but they'll get back to it. I know that there's a family from, I want to say Texas, that just donated a whole new workout facility for the football team and some other. I mean, I feel like we should have, they have a female athletic director, and she's killing it right now. Her job, she is literally killing it. We should have her on. Next thing you talk know, about let this. women drive. It's, I know. It's crazy. I know. Voting. Yeah, voting. Cats sleeping on. with dogs. I What's don't think that here? there is, if you want to make fun of me, go ahead, but I don't think that there are that <laughs> many female athletic directors for big universities. And Mizzou has one. And I think let's have her on and see if we can get it out of her who, who this $62 million man or woman is. Yeah, when they say anonymous, I think they probably want to stay that way and the university doesn't want to Ruffle any feathers. That. No, I know, but we it still would be fun just to talk about all the strides that they're making at the University of Missouri and what a great town Columbia is. And keep in mind that members of the Walton family reside in that area mm. near Columbia. You mean like John Boy, Mary no, Ellen? No, I mean as in the Walmart oh. family. Okay. Some of them live in that part. Would of you be speaking Missouri. about Desiree? Or Desiree Reed Francois? I believe I would be. There we go. Desiree Reed Francois. What are you listening to battle tapes when you go to bed? I will see if we can get her on the show. That's the Mizzou athletic director, Carney. Yes, yeah. I'm aware. I think we actually did talk to her once. Thanks for listening to the show. I don't think we did. No, I was just testing you. Okay. <laughs> All right. We should. <laughs> All right. The game. The game. The game. Sunday. There's a game? I've long wondered this, but I don't think I ever asked anybody. How much do players get extra for the Super Bowl? Mm, I know they get that big old rang. They do get the rang. Well, according to the NFL's collective bargaining agreement, we have some answers. Players on the winning team in the Super Bowl this year will get 164 grand each. And I assume that might be People on the DL or, or ones that don't get called into play. Players, 164 grand. Congratulations, you won. Losing team, not too shabby. I remember $89,000. Gosh. Thanks for just, coming. It's just wild, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, the numbers are just, I mean, that is a lot of money. 73000 for a conference championship, divisional round. $50,000. Oh, so they already got checks. Wild card, 50000 Yeah, so if you win it all, add all those up, and that is some money. Money. And, of course, I learned a long time ago and was initially shocked that the halftime acts don't get paid. That's 
but the exposure is you priceless. Know, sometimes priceless. they have to pay. I think Katy Perry had to pay. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, hey, we'll give you the drums and amps and we'll set everything up mm-hmm. in the PA system. But uh, yeah, we're not getting any money. Maybe some craft services. You just can't be in a bad mood after you've had a little Greek food. Dr. Seuss. But, uh, boy, that was delicious. Mr. Spanakopita. And I can't wait to try that. Nope. Nope. Right. Sivlaki. Yep. Teropita. Musaka. Sorry. Um, I'm anxious to try that marinade. I could see you being into that. Big fan of marinades. I I actually talked to... uh, packaging company about putting out a line of marinades that you made yes and i want to do it i'm just too lazy to get it going it's a lot of work i'll keep you posted well you just sign a nda with uh some manufacturer and they make it for you and they deal with the grocery stores and they do the labels i don't know that they do because he was just saying that it's hard to get the labels yeah well some of them do i know like the zia's people and and oh pietro's they've got relationships. I don't know, maybe I'll do a marinade someday when I get old. Time Mike, to do it. Our Michael, <laughs> thank you. Our Michael's yeah. Baths tech line recommending that wet marinade is a band name. <laughs> Kick that I around. saw that. It made me laugh. Uh, and that text line compliments of Michael's Baths. We appreciate it. They are a locally family-owned company. Three decades of experience as well. And I think we, in all the rooms in the house, we probably take the bathroom for granted the most. Because it's probably where we spend a fair amount of time, but you don't really think about it. You go in there, brush your teeth, take a shower, whatever, and you're in, you're out. But you know what? If it's if it's ugly or you don't like it or if it's not as serviceable as it could be, then it's annoying. If it's nice, then you're like, wow, you know, I should have done this a long time ago. Like a tub-to-shower conversion or a walk-in tub with those jets and massage therapy. Michaels does all of that. Can do it for you. It's maintenance-free, easy to clean, great designers, financing options. I I don't know how many things I could throw at you to get you to make the phone call. So if you're thinking, you know what, a new bathroom be nice. Call Michael's Baths, 636-775-0800 or michaelsbaths.com. It's time now to talk to the author of the best-selling science fiction espionage novels, The Barren Agenda, The Aleph Extraction, and The Nova Incident. His latest thriller, All Souls Lost is available now anywhere books are sold. He writes for SixColors.com. His favorite color is green. He's an animal tolerator, and he's on the line now. It is tech writer Dan Morin. We love him. Danny. Danny. Hello. Danny, Danny, Danny. How are you? I'm happy that uh, Mr. Morin picked up today because when we dialed him like we do every week, it told him the incoming call was uh, from the Netherlands. That's so bizarre. That we're the Netherlands? What, well, the, what do you attribute that to, Tech Man? 
I think it's a formatting thing. So the country code for the Netherlands, you know, what you dialed in order to dial them is 31, which I believe is also the first two digits of your area code. You're correct. So I think it's just a, there must be some confusion in the system in terms of what, how it read or interpreted the phone number. I don't know. Wow. Uh, you so, know stuff. That it's is like so weird. I can see it like, it's like, it's like formatted, like, you know, like two digits and then a group of three digits and then two digits and then two digits and then one digit. Whereas normally we'd see, you know, three, three, four. So I think it's just for some reason it interpreted it as a international call. For some, I, why? I don't know. Technology is strange and scary. I do. That coming from a tech writer. It. Yep. So oh, I know. I know. A week has not gone by where I did not uh, bring to everyone's attention once again, that AI is going to cause the demise of civilization as we know it. Um, and this week, there was this story about AI. I'm like, oh, more trouble. And I read the story and I thought, this is amazing. And the story is this. They had found an ancient Roman scroll. And I guess somebody offered up a bunch of money to decipher this thing. And they figure it's from like 79 AD or something. And some college students from here in the U.S., Egypt and Switzerland, using AI were able to decipher this scroll. How on earth did they do that? (laughs) So, again, this is a thing that we've talked about a little bit in the past, which is um, artificial intelligence is a very big term that incorporates a lot of different types of technology that are all sort of, you know, use the same methodology, but are very different implementations of that methodology. So this is not the same thing as ChatGPT. This is not the same thing as, you know, generating art using AI. This is basically using um, this machine learning style technology where they train it to read scrolls that are like still, you know, wrapped up. In a lot of cases, you have to do stuff like we have to know what some of those scrolls are, obviously, so we have like real text to compare them to, and we can see when they're when they're all rolled up and superimposed on each other. How does that present? It's like you're training this technology to get good at this specific task, and so that's how we get to the point where it can basically find ways to sort of unroll it and look at what it looks like is that it's gotten trained to look at all these different scrolls like this and figure out how to make sense of it. So what did it say? Like employees must wash hands before leaving the restroom or what? I hope they did. What, what was deciphered? I believe this is a, a piece of Epicurean philosophy on the subject of pleasure. Okay. I'm in. Uh, are, are things that are scarce more pleasurable as a result, for example, is one of the things they're discussing in there. So, you know, just it's the it's the social media of the day. Rather than posting it online, they were just having this conversation via scroll. As maybe we should go back to that. Honestly, I feel like we've lost something. Okay, good to know. And they were talking food all that time ago. Yeah. Who Not doesn't like food? Honestly. Surprising. Even, we like even it. the ancient Romans. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, I keep seeing this, and they keep doing stories about Vision Pro, and we've talked about it on the program with you, but they're saying 
it could be really cool and it could be life-changing, but don't buy it. I think Dan has one. <laughs> I do not have one. I've used one, but I do not have one. Um, like, yeah, I got pal, to go to the Apple store does your last. Pal, have it, and you just go over to his house. I mean, what what do you mean? You no, use I don't. One? I I I just used it the demo unit in the Apple store. Uh, I that's all the access I've had so far. Um, so I will say I used it. I thought it was really technically impressive. Um, it is kind of they've done some incredible incredible work with this technology. It's a great piece of hardware, and I think it is something that is going to be part of the landscape of technology going forward. But yeah, this version, it's expensive and it's still, there's still things where it's a little clunky and they need to sort of figure out how it works. But I think this is a long play for Apple. This is a, not their usual MO. Apple is a company that likes to release a, like kind of do all its work and release kind of a finished product. And yes, this is a finished product. It's very polished, but it is clearly still a, a 1.0 version of a product that is not the product they would like to eventually make, which is probably something more like, you know, smart glasses that you can wear and it will display things inside that you, you know, you can see through them and you will be able to see, you know, everything around you, but it will also superimpose like data and like windows and stuff like on your, bring your apps into the real world. This, this incorporates that via the mechanism of a camera pass through. So essentially when you put it on, you're looking like you're looking through a camera. Um, this, the screens are in front of your eyes, so it's very immersive. But uh, and then you can superimpose windows and bring in apps and photos and watch movies and all this stuff in this virtual space. But you're still aware of what's going on around you. Um, so it's 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 a very it's a very immersive experience. I think the parts of it that do really well are the parts that are extra immersive. So they have this feature, for example, where you can go into a virtual environment and it's they have all these different ones like you can be on this volcano in hawaii or you can be at this very lovely serene lake in the pacific northwest or joshua tree or something like that and in and when you're life, in that you're mode you can dial basement. up the immersion <laughs> weird <laughs> you, yeah. well i mean hey I, I think there's an argument for that especially for cases where you might be say traveling like i can think of this business travelers i think is this is something it might really appeal to at the moment for a couple of reasons one when you're on a plane and you're like, oh, man, I just don't want to be on this claustrophobic plane for like four hours. You can put this on and kind of be in this wide open immersive space and watch a movie. Uh, and that's kind of nice. And then if you were in a hotel room by yourself and you're like, hey, I don't want to lug my giant laptop or whatever. You can kind of have enormous screens to work on while you're sitting in this hotel room. But it is still very much an experience that is kind of focused on an individual user at this point. There's not really a social aspect to it. Um, which is fine, but I think it's just not something, you know, that they've kind of built out yet. So it's an early days look at what is probably going to be uh, pretty advanced technology in a few years. With that being said, it's even more confusing that they're dropping what they're dropping on commercials for this thing. They're certainly acting like they want to move the product to you and me. I mean, and who can afford it? Well, I mean, I think it's a it's a game of percentages, right? I mean, how many how many car commercials do you see during your average football game, and how many people are actually motivated by that to go out and buy a car? They want to build awareness, right? They want you to know the next time you are shopping for a car, I'm going to think about that commercial I saw. And the same way here is like, I'm not necessarily going to buy the product, but now I know the product exists. And the next time I see somebody wearing one, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that product I saw, like the, that Apple thing that I saw. So I think they're trying to, you know, they're, they're 
soft pedaling it a bit more. They're, I don't think they're going to give you quite as hard to sell on this as they will on, like, say, an iPhone, which is obviously a part of everybody's everyday life now. Um, but I think they want you to know this thing exists and is out there, even if you're not at a point where you're going to go buy it yet. I don't think a week goes by in this feature where there's a question I look at and I'm more perplexed than before I even saw the question. And I think uh, this would could be filed under that one. And a Samsung executive has gone on record as saying, you know, there's no such thing as a real picture. Do you remember, John Carney, just about a week ago, we were talking about how you could edit your photos. Right. You could take people out, put people in, and uh-huh. you and Julie were saying, oh, man, uh, all bets are off because you're never going to have an actual photo anymore. That's what this exec is responding to. He's saying there's no such thing as an actual photograph. Every photograph is edited. But if you if you take a picture and you don't touch it up and just throw it up as is on social media, who does that? Ever do that? I do. Yeah. Well, first of all, first of all, that picture that you've just taken, not even a real picture. I'm going to side with Samsung on this one. Uh, I think this has actually always been true to a certain degree. Think about photographs are contextual, and they are as much about what is shown as what is not shown. You are only cropping out a small portion of reality and. What you see from an angle or a perspective or what's going on outside of the picture that you capture, all of those things may tell a very different story from the thing that you're showing. Very true. Yeah, that's very true. They've always been subjective to a certain degree, and I think that's even more so now. Mm -hmm. Because when you snap a picture with your phone, it's already doing all these complicated calculations um, and trying to approximate things. It's trying to make it look like what you remember seeing. And what and is that, that on Joey's head? Anybody? <laughs> so like, hello. oftentimes these things take like a dozen pictures and kind of interpolate them all into one image. And it's taking things of different colors or it's taking different frames and it's trying to match them together to provide the best picture available. Like there's already features. I, this was the thing back in with cameras, I don't want to say 10 or 20 years ago, where it would try and take a picture where everybody was not, blinking right like it would have the thing where the flash would stutter and it would try to convince people not to blink so that you would try to get everybody's eyes open right. like now things are doing that for real where they're like interpolating you know if you take a photo of five people it's going to try and pick a frame where not everybody's blinking um and so the question is is there such a thing as a a, a photo that accurately refer- reflects real life and i think it's it's a matter of degree not necessarily just a yes or no but like None of them really are showing you exactly what was going on there, but some of them are closer than others. Okay, I'll give you that one. So, like I ask so much when we talk is, what are you playing with? And you were telling us about this level lock thing that you were using. Uh, any updates? Yeah. You still loving it? Because it's, you know, almost 400 bucks for basically a door lock. <laughs> But think of the security, though. I'm thinking about getting. I one like of these. it. Four hundred yeah, like bucks. It's, well, it's better than having somebody break in your house. Why you don't have anything left? Because you just spent four hundred bucks on a lock. Speak for I, yourself. I did enjoy this. Uh, I did enjoy this product. For me, I think the convenience of I had a smart lock before, but one of the things that held me back was that it relied on Bluetooth, and Bluetooth is notoriously yeah. um, uh, wonky at times, unreliable. I should say. Um, and that one would try to do it by sort of geolocation. It would like see, oh, I detected your phone nearby and I'll unlock the lock because you've come into this like area near your house. 
but it just it didn't work reliably. So most of the time it didn't unlock. And it's like, well, now I'm just pulling out my keys anyway. What's the point? This one basically lets you use this home key feature on your iPhone or your Apple Watch, um, same way that you use Apple Pay. And like you can just hold your watch up next to the lock and it'll unlock. And so I have found this extremely convenient when I come in with like, you know, a couple bags of groceries or something. And it's like, I don't want to dig in my pocket for my keys, but I can just lift my hand up to the, the deadbolt and it opens and that's great so, so wait a minute dan I, all i have to do is all i have to do is sever your arm and i have access to your house that's okay, a weird please, thing to... first of all just steal my watch first <laughs> that would be way easier wait so are you flashing your phone or just your hand i use i use my apple watch because okay. it's the same it's the same thing like i can do apple pay for my apple watch too which i much prefer you know um in my in my you can use your phone too you still have to get out of your pocket though in my other life i am uh <laughs> I have my real estate license and I am a realtor and we have an app that we use to uh, open the house of, you know, people that are selling their house that have it on the market. And we've been using our cell phones for that now for quite some time. Yeah. Now there, there are some that like, there are other ones that on the market that do this. What I liked about this one in particular, is I find it very unobtrusive. It looks just like a standard deadbolt. And if, Unless I told somebody, they wouldn't know, right? It, it looks just like it matches my door handle hardware, all that stuff. So, like, you look at it, it just looks like a standard deadbolt lock. So it doesn't have a keypad or anything like that. Um, and I appreciate that that ability. And also the fact that it was very easy for me to install. I just did it myself. I popped out the existing deadbolt and put in a lock, and I was all set. So I, I appreciate that aspect of it a lot. But then again comes this question. You spent 350 bucks on a lock. How can you afford those groceries? Uh-huh. Well, you know, I didn't I didn't spend thirty five hundred dollars on a Vision Pro yet, so that's where that all went to the food. Ah, uh, Morin two point would love something like that to play with. Danny, thank you he much. Does love food. We will be talking at you real yeah. soon unless you lose your watch, you get locked out of your house. Um thanks so much, Six I, Colors. I'll endeavor not to. Sixcolors.com. We'll uh, read up in the meantime. Thanks, pal. All right, let's talk about getting healthy and feeling healthy and getting ourselves Together, taking a little time for you as we kind of, I saw this picture of this bear that was coming out of hibernation. Did hey you bear, see that? Hey bear, hey bear, hey bear. Hey bear, did you see that on the internet? It was, it was, yeah, it was bouncing around. Was and he this playing thing, piano or was I mean, it was cat? like, this is kind of how I feel after these cold, cold winter days. And it's just like, I want the weather to be warmer. And look, it is, the sun is shining and you can feel better about yourself. If you've got some weight to lose, Dr. Allison Walsh can help you take care of that. I promise you that she is so great in this space of weight loss and women's hormones and what women need to do as far as hot flashes uh, and, and not sleeping at night. There's a lot to this, but it's its own category of medicine, really. And Dr. Walsh has started St. Louis Women's Lifestyle Solutions, and you can go to her. She will go through your blood work. She'll order the blood work. You get it done, and then you sit down with her via telehealth or um, in person, she's happy to do that, located in Creepcore off of Ballas. And you can have that conversation, and she can say, looks like you have, like, zero vitamin D. You probably need some hormone replacement. And if you're needing to lose weight, she'll give you the boundaries of what you need to stick to, but also give you some help with that. And it might be one of the shots, like Ozempic or one of those, or Zepbound, which is the latest and the newest. And she's studying this all the time. I can't reveal who, but I was talking to someone else in my family about her, and they have helped 
this person in my family lose some weight. And this person said, I, nobody else has been able to help me do this. And I said, she's really smart. And they said, yeah, she really is. Dr. Allison Walsh, she could hold the key to your wellness. So give her a call today at 314-919-9998. That's 314-919-9998. Or you can go online to stlwomenslifestylesolutions.com. We do. We do. Do you not remember what it was? He doesn't remember. No. Okay. Well, we have a theory. Have you ever donated money to, say, a charity? Money. Oh, that. Have I? Or, like, let's say you went to college and you thought, yeah, they did a nice job. Go I'm going to give them more money. Have you ever done that? Uh, I haven't really done that, mainly because I haven't had the money to donate. Oh, I, okay. Well, we then thought maybe it it's might have been you. you. There was big they news They donated today. $62 million to Mizzou and they're anonymous. And we, we thought, thought it was maybe you. It was Oh, you. that was me, yeah. Uh-huh. I thought it might have been. It, it would have gone to St. Louis U High, I it think. It would have. Yeah. Uh, there's an endorsement if, if waiting gonna, to happen. If it's going to go somewhere. But mine would have gone to 10th Life Cat Rescue. If I had $62 million to give. Mine would have gone right in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Julie, how about you? Uh, I would go to children's charities probably. Yeah. and probably, I'm still like know, in my pocket. And maybe some in my pocket in future generations. Carney has a foundation. Grandchildren's education. Yeah, but know. that's a whole other thing. But if someone handed me money, that was not your You wouldn't give money. your foundation some money. No. No. Yes, you would. That is not true. Yes, I, you I would. I give the thing my heart and soul. If I get some money, I'm keeping the money. I'm not gonna At lie. least you're honest. I, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Absolutely. Which I know is... what Carney really wants to know. It's not whether or not Paul Kopsky donated the money to Mizzou. Money. It's it's what he what what he's doing for the big game. The big game. <laughs> Every day we go through this. <laughs> what are the you doing? Super the, game. What are you doing for the super game? <laughs> oh, I'm going to that party I talked about. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, still? Yeah. Okay. Still, <laughs> still going. <laughs> it hasn't changed. This just in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it uh, the following weekend. Um, we didn't have a Pro Bowl party for the flag football game. So there's 27 minutes left that you should be avoiding the Poplar Street Bridge. I was sure you were going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. That's right. You want to do that again? Uh, well, there's some. Um, well, wait a second. Give Max on just. Okay, hold, hold on. Can Here we, we do go. the traffic music again? All right. And now, with the take two, here's Captain Paul Kopsky from the KTRS traffic. Center. I know from memory that there's some activity on the Poplar Street Bridge, some construction blocking the center couple of lanes. And uh, I think John's going to hand me some. <laughs> this just in. If you plan on driving to Illinois on Tuesday morning or early afternoon, you need to avoid the Poplar Street Bridge. The Illinois Department of Transportation will close the three center lanes on the eastbound span of the bridge from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. for complete deck repairs to fix the center attenuator. I'm not sure. Gotta fix those attenuators. I would. Your attenuator goes south. You got problems. That one well, slipped through the cracks on me. I talked about it this morning. All over it, Paul. No cracks. Attentuate the positive. <laughs> you eliminate the negative. And, you know, I, he read it like a pro, like it was off the top of his head. But you could, I knew he was reading it because I'm looking at him, which gave me a thought for the future that when he's in here, and I'm like, hey, we got another traffic note. 
and I slip it to him, and it's got some information that 64 is backed up and 70 westbound's got, uh, you know, some construction going in somewhere in the middle that I'm going to write. And I'm not wearing any pants. Just to see. No, we're not going to do that. No, we're my... not. I am. Okay. To see if you can break my concentration. Oh, the uh-huh. boss is going to love that. <laughs> I'm just having to, I'm not wearing any pants. I had that on this morning, but. Uh... What, pants? <laughs> yeah, pants, yeah. And, and <laughs> now, good. too. Yeah. That's good. Good idea. Glad you're doing that. You got any money on the game this weekend? You know, I'm not a gambler either. Because oh, I would have been wrong. I would have bet money. Money. Yeah. I, I always say uh, I can't uh, bet what I don't have. So I, I, I keep my money close to my vest. You're that's, not wearing a vest. That's, that's right. why we <laughs> thought you had $62 million to donate. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, I mean, come on. I thought, I thought for sure. How about everybody else? Are you betting? I, I, I don't I have don't anybody so. that trusts me enough. What's they the over-under? What's the term that I'd Welsh on my bet? I think the Niners are favored by three. Three? It, 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 it was... was one Friday. One point. Mm. But yeah. I guess they determine that by the wagering, right? I yeah. Mean, what else do they have to go on? The more money put on San Francisco, money. I guess, the, the higher the, the uh, spread goes, right? And are you... A chief guy? Did you go yes, public with that? Yeah, yes. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. <laughs> right. I must have missed that part. But not, uh, like I said, if they lose, I won't be crushed. Like when the Rams lost in 0-2. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. What a shame. Could yeah, not happen to a better team, of, though. Yeah, right. Exactly. Could not happen to a better team. Hi, Polly. Thank you much. You've helped uh, people get to where they're going even faster. Well, thanks for handing me the uh, This Just In note. Yeah, well, it's it's almost wrapped up anyway. Yeah. But I just thought I'd throw it to you. True. Why not? Like I called you, was it yesterday I called you and said there was a car upside down in the express lane? Yeah. That was crazy. Wait, you guys talk outside of the show? What? That's interesting. Yeah, whenever I see any traffic issues, I'll call him and tell him. I just picture the Carneymobile just like flying down the highway. <laughs> just... I've caused three accidents, Paul. Oh, yeah. Here, you want something to talk about? Let me knock this VW into the uh, ditch. Oh, my God. I knew when John was Too calling, soon. it was a traffic tip. You did? Yeah. Okay. Well, and it was crazy. We've all come up upon accidents, but this one really shocked me because I'm going west on 70 from the city, and I see fire engines and stuff, and I look over as I'm going by, and all I could see is the wheels and the bottom of a vehicle on the express lane, meaning this car was completely upside down. Mm. So, and you wonder how the person came yeah. out of that. I you never hope they did. Never goes well. Yeah. Never goes well. You ever had a car accident? Have I had one? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have been in a couple, but they've only been fender benders. Those are good. Knock on everything, much, Paul. Much. I got my car totaled by an uninsured motorist back in 2017. Good time. Did you call yeah. Brown and Crubit? No. Should, Should I have? have? Oh, yes. yeah. And their sponsor. Oh, yeah. Well, next time I, I'll, I'll look next forward time. to the next accident I get into. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> no. But, you oh, know, dear. and sadly, that situation happens more than you think. And that's why Brown and Crubit is there. That's why they got... Over a hundred. This is a commercial, by the way, Paul. They've got over a hundred lawyers there at the office in several locations for just such situations. Somebody hit your car. They don't have insurance. Sorry. No, 
No, Sorry about your car, buddy. Medical bill. Hope you find your dad. Um, <laughs> Hope you find your dad, buddy. You know, there's repairs for the vehicle. There's work time lost. There's pain, suffering, things that truly you deserve compensation for. They will help you get it. Get a free consult today, 222-2222 or online at getbc.com. Jules, did you, uh, have you ever had a fender bender? Uh Yeah. I had my first one when I was 16, my second one when I was 16 and a half. So the ink wasn't even dry on no, your driver's license. No, it wasn't. My dad was not happy. We're going to get you a tugboat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Remember that That's the choice so of a lawyer is an important, important decision, decision and should not be made based, based solely upon, upon you know, advertising. Excellent point. Excellent point. So there were more than two? Two at 16. Two at 16, and then I had a good little run for a while, and good. then we go from there. Max is telling us we need a break, and no one wants to hear about my driving history. No, I do, and I want to get Max's, too, but it can wait till after the commercial. Two forty-two, Carney Show on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, we get all disco-y on that. Wear your platform shoes. Gloria Gaynor hits the broadcast. And yeah, she survived. There's a documentary out about her life, the good, bad, and the ugly. It wasn't all praise and accolades. Uh, And she's very candid in it. She'll uh, join us tomorrow. Whoop, whoop. It's my little disco thing. We'll ride on the elevator. Johnny Wadoff, Johnny tomorrow. I have to say, after last week's very difficult Ooh. elevator, yeah, it was. This week's elevator is almost cheating because Spanky from Broken Jukebox, he loves to take this little tinny Casio keyboard and remake songs that we all know. However, this time he has chosen a song which is all keyboard bass, so it kind of sounds exactly the same. It's oh. all about that bass. Alrighty. So make sure tomorrow. My advice would be call a little early, stay on hold. I think you'll know this song. I'm fixing, thinking Axel F from Beverly Hills Cop. That sounds like it's on a Casio. And most people know that from Friends, too. Remember when Schwimmer got that little Casio thing and he would just play that over and over again? Never watched Friends. I didn't really either, except for that episode seems to. And when they tried to pivot with the couch? Anybody? No. No, I got, I got nothing. Okay. So when Dan Moran was on, we were talking about photos and the guy from Samsung saying there's no such thing as an original picture or pictures aren't real or I, I forgot how they phrased it. Um, but another aspect of photography is when somebody photobombs. And believe it or not, I tend to do that quite a bit. On purpose. When there's, you know, people at a ball game and they want their picture taken or at a restaurant and I'm on the table behind them, I will turn around and, and make a face and interject myself into the picture and then turn around and they're looking around. Who is it? And they tap me on the shoulder. Were you just in our picture? I'm like, what? Excuse me? It's just this kind of thing. I like game. I like to play. Making you know. friends everywhere you go. We're all living in Carney's world. And then there's situations where, uh, a picture is being taken of uh, a wonderful moment, be it a, a proposal or a wedding, and something's happening in the background that kind of steals the thunder. 
Yeah, I've done know? that before on accident, but yeah. I did it really bad. Yeah. And not not an intentional photo bomb. And then there's this. Out of Columbia, South Carolina, um, a guy was proposing to his lady friend, and he asked his buddy to come along, kind of stand in the shadows and get pictures of the proposal. Like, all right, now when I go down on my knees, start getting pictures. Your of knees this. on one knee. Well, for me, it was both <laughs> knees, and I needed help getting up. So he's he's going to get a video, and he starts to shoot the couple as the guy goes down on his knee. Then a raccoon ran by. So the videographer followed the raccoon for a second just because it was so, you know, unexpected. And then quickly brought back to the couple. He was already standing and she was already wearing the ring. Wow. He had one job. And you can't recreate it because that definitely is, you know. You'd have to ask the raccoon to, you know, to play his role. To go back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they threw it up on TikTok, and as of Friday, it had 23 million views. So I guess silver lining, more people saw and appreciated your engagement encounter because it didn't work out as planned. Right. I have a feeling if it was just an engagement photo, you wouldn't have had 23 million people looking on. Unless you got your ring at Genovese. That's true. That as See, well. That seems like a nightmare for me. I don't want 20 million people looking at my engagement photo. It's really? For, it's for me and my wife. It's not for the whole world. But you're excited. You want to say, this woman said yes. You're a hopeless romantic down on one knee. Or if we said no, and then the oh. camera pans to you just Somebody asked us this summer to, to video them while they got engaged. We were like going for a walk, and we were in, we were in California, and they're like, the guy's like, this guy over here is going to ask his girlfriend to marry him, will you video it from your phone? And I'm going to video it from my phone. And I, that's exactly what I was afraid of. I'd hit the wrong button. I'd have it on photo instead of video. And I'm just like, I don't want to be responsible, like solely responsible, but I'll play. Yeah. I just, and I did fine, but I just was real worried that I was going to mess it up. Did she say yes? She did. Everyone cried. Did they? They did. Oh. Except for me. I didn't cry. <laughs> Raccoon. I had a squirrel. I had a squirrel during my engagement. My and your dad, dad had a monkey. monkey. Dad had a monkey. I no, had a squirrel. I proposed in Alaska, and about four or five things stopped it from <laughs> happening like I originally had planned. And we finally got to a mountaintop in Juneau. And I got down on one knee to propose, and a squirrel ran across the railing on this thing we were standing in and jumped into a Japanese couple's purse. My wife's like, oh, my God, look at that. And I'm trying to try and propose. I'd like start over here. She didn't even know that I was I was on my knee at the <laughs> Cue time. Cue the squirrel. Yeah. Squirrels, raccoons. Her parents probably sent the squirrel. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> it might have been her dad in a squirrel costume kind of thing. It was a big squirrel. <laughs> oh, huh. Now you got me curious. All right, uh, Derek Dennis joining us uh, with a big story that ABC is following. We'll have that for you in just a couple. Let's uh, catch up. We'll be right back. 
Martin Show. Welcome back. Josh and Heidi coming up in just a bit. We heard the news earlier in the day about uh, the Michigan shooter's mother um, going to court and being held basically responsible for what her son did at that school back in 2021. Haven't been a lot of cases like this. There's always the question of where were their parents and where there were no signs. But criminal charges for a parent of a shooter, I don't think is an area that's been pursued until now. Derek Dennis has some new news. Well, you're exactly right. This is a first-of-its-kind case, and we just learned this afternoon that Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of Ethan Crumbly, the Oxford High School shooter in Michigan, has been found guilty on four counts of involuntary manslaughter related to her son uh, shooting up that Oxford High School in 2021. She has been held criminally liable, uh, faces up to 15 years in prison when she's sentenced in April. Uh, Ethan Crumbly himself has already pleaded guilty and is already serving a life in prison without parole. So he was the first to be held responsible uh, for the mass shooting. And now his mother, and it, it bears to mention here, the father is also charged. He faces a separate trial in March. What was the crux of the case for them to tag her with this? Because, you know, you look at the whole situation and you have to imagine, as Carney was saying, that some of these parents have some idea that something isn't right, whether it's one thing or another. Right. Well, there was a lot of evidence that stacked up against Jennifer Crumbly. The fact that she and her husband helped uh, buy the gun uh, that Ethan Crumbly used in the shooting and that generally she was neglectful, uh, missed or ignored the warning signs of him being troubled, having uh, uh, bouts of mental illness uh, and drawings in class uh, depicting a shooting, a school shooting and, and, and the sort. So. Uh, there was that. But we learned today uh, the jury foreperson spoke to reporters after the verdict, and it said, and he said that it came down to the fact that Jennifer Crumbly was the last person uh, to hold and have in her, her possession, being in charge of the gun that was used in the shooting. Wow. It should have been locked up. It should have been kept away from her son, especially with her having an indication that he was having mental illness issues. Uh, so her being the last one to be in charge of that gun uh, was the crux for the jury. According so to that the jury might for, for help person. her husband, right? It, it could possibly, but he's charged similarly with involuntary manslaughter, the very same charge she is held responsible for. So, yes, in a sense, you're right. If Jennifer Crumbly was the last to, to be in charge of the weapon, uh, that might make the difference. But he's charged just the same. And the evidence uh, that she was hit with, uh, he will very likely be hit with the same evidence as well. So what does this do to previous School shootings and in Aurora, Colorado at the movie theater where where you had a kid who did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that open up um, possible criminal charges to those parents? Because it is no. murder. So I would think statute of limitations not involved. Well, not previous cases, but certainly cases going forward. This will now be a precedent, this case, uh, where parents can be held criminally liable uh, for their child's actions in a school shooting. They now have a case. Uh, a case to refer to going forward. Uh, And so it's a chilling effect. It should be 
for parents across the country to keep a closer eye on their children to make sure they get the mental health treatment that they need and certainly not have access to a gun uh, or, or even buy a gun, which was the case here uh, in the Crumbly family, for their son to use it and then commit this uh, mass shooting. What did they say was the motivation for buying the gun? I mean, are these people, do they hunt or was it just for recreational use? Why would they have bought him the gun in the first place? It was a Christmas gift, and it, it came out in court. And, yes, they are uh, uh, avid hunters. Uh, they, the father w- knew his way around guns and, and bought the gun as a Christmas gift, along with the mother, uh, for the son. I mean, that was part of the evidence that was presented uh, at trial. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of parents out there uh, and even school officials and people in the community who are outraged over that fact. But that was indeed the case, uh, and it came out during the trial. I assume they're calling for an appeal, the Crumbly attorney? It is very likely uh, that an appeal will come just because of the nature of the case, uh, the first-of-its-kind case, uh, and we'll hear about that in the days ahead. Uh, sentencing for Jennifer Crumbly, though, is still set for uh, April 9th. All right. Thank you, Derek Dennis. Appreciate that. Sure yeah. thing. Just a sad situation all the way around. Yeah, but one I think needed to be addressed a long time ago. Yeah. Um, And the accountability of the parents, uh, I always thought should be part of the bigger picture. But, you know, sometimes kids are doing stuff that you have absolutely no idea. Uh, Trust me. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm surprised that we're not going to hear about some retro suits from people that you know, maybe civilly, but not criminally. Yeah, I, I don't know that too. And we didn't even talk about the civil end of things. I imagine that opens them up to much more liability. All right, uh, tomorrow open for you. Yeah, I'll be here and swing by. It's Fabulous. the plan. Fabulous, Max. You too. Absolutely. Where else would I be? At the cat rescue. Yeah, probably right. Uh, well, then, if you don't mind, uh, I'll uh, I'll be the third wheel. You guys are okay with that? It's the Carney Show. Oh, that's right. Uh, Gloria Gaynor is going to be on the show, too. we got a bunch of other things happening. And if you don't hear it, well, then you won't hear it. That's all I can tell you. It's KTRS, St. Louis, indeed. And for Julie Bach and Max Foisy, I'm John Carney. Thank you for listening. Be good to each other.